The Battle of the Birds, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. You are still worldly, for since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere men? 1 Corinthians 3, verse 3. One of the greatest blessings of God is the gift of free will. The question for us becomes, what will we do with it? The Battle of the Birds, a so powerful parable by Dana Buck. Picture, if you will, a garden filled with blooms and bees. It's just beyond imagination there amongst the trees. One day the birds had gathered, as they're often wont to do, to squawk and screech and quack and cluck and tweet and caw and coo. The crow was sitting on a limb as bored as he could be, watching all the other birds with growing jealousy. Some could swim or dive or wade, they're masters of the pond. Still others built impressive nests among the leaves and fronds. Soaring raptors graced the sky on broad, expansive wings, while little songbirds flit and fly, rejoicing as they sing. Brightened plumage springs from tails impressive in the sun, as are the legs of those whose mode of travel is to run. This cavalcade of feathered creatures made a lavish show, enjoyed by all who tarried, all that is except the crow. Dissatisfaction filled his breast like gravel in a sack, resenting all the traits and skills and attributes he lacks. Instead of being thankful for his place in the creation, bitterness washed over him and fueled his aggravation. His mood was quite unpleasant and as flat as a tortilla, when all at once he had a sly and sinister idea. Is it legit that they should fly endowed with such contentment while I sit here upset and marinate in my resentment? Perhaps they need a subtle push, suggestions just to tease them. Then they too can come to scorn the virtues that now please them. I think I need to have myself some little conversations. So off he flew to plant some seeds and start their irrigation. He visited the swallows, building nests among the eaves, and mentioned how the orioles could so masterfully weave. It's really quite superb, the artistry that's in their blood. Oh, but uh, your abodes are fine, if you don't mind homes made of mud. He saw them trade expressions, saw their consternation growing, and with a wicked grin, he said, Ta-ta, I must be going. Flying over to the pond, he grimaced at the peace as ducks and terns and herons swam with gulls and swans and geese. With casual inflection, he observed who swam the quickest, who dunk and dove the deepest, who could fly and land the slickest. He commented on legs and feet and tails and beaks and bills, comparing and contrasting all of their aquatic skills. With very little effort, he soon spurred a wetland brawl as they began to bicker, brag, accuse, and caterwaul. By the time he left them frothing in their agitated pond, antagonism, rivalry, and strife were well along. The ostrich and the emu he contrasted in their paces, resulting in a cloud of dust from dozens of grudge races. 
He aggravates a parakeet and then upsets an owl, stirs up a flock of chickens till their mood is rank and foul. The crow despoils each grove and glade with his low-down recruiting. Soon water, land, and sky are filled with avian disputing. Flamingos spar with peacocks, galling words arouse a loon. The roadrunner is bragging because he has his own cartoon. A boasting pelican submits his mouth can harbor gallons, while falcons, hawks, and eagles all show off their beaks and talons. Cardinals and linnets, larks and jays proclaim their merits, as do mockingbirds, canaries, pigeons, partridges, and parrots. They're vexed, aroused, perturbed, annoyed, worked up, ticked off, and nettled, chaffed, excited, peeved, disturbed, beleaguered, and unsettled. As dispositions mortify and acrimony hardens, all are quickly stilled by someone walking through the garden. The tread is light but purposeful. They know this navigator. When down the path and through the trees appears the great creator. His face is kind and caring. There's no angst upon his brow, as if he's unaware of all the arguing just now. The birds remain in silence while their much-loved lord advances. They wait in apprehension as they trade embarrassed glances. There you are, my little ones. I wondered where you're winging. I was growing somewhat worried, for I couldn't hear you singing. And here you are together. What an excellent surprise. You bring such joy and pleasure to my ears and to my eyes. Oh, the day of your creation, tis a memory so profound, giving each of you your form, your color, feathers, song, and sound. I don't believe my artist's eye will ever be surpassed by the palette of your beauty, so diversified and vast. My satisfaction in your grand array could not be greater, for you are all so special in the eyes of your creator. His words, their recent trouble and commotion seem to smother. In forgiveness and apology, the birds embraced each other. And soon they had resumed what each was authored to be bringing. They're flying, soaring, running, swimming, nest building, and singing. As the garden, pond, and meadow once again were filled with birds, the creator to the crow said, might we have some private words? They walked across the glade until they tarried quite alone. The crow eyed the creator as he sat upon a stone. I know you may be feeling you're shortchanged in bearing fruit. No grand plumage, lively singing, no fine nest of great repute. But your unique endowments lie beyond your shape and style. They're found within your reasoning, intelligence, and guile. And you must choose to use your attributes for good or ill. That's another thing I've given. It's the burden of free will. For every creature breathing, all creation that you know has their own inspired purpose, something rare I have bestowed. My gifts are freely offered, and they're faithful, right, and true. The decision what you do with them, well, that part's up to you. With that, he smiled broadly. He'd said all he had to say. Well, my friend, I must be going. I so enjoy this time of day. He rose up from the boulder, turned his face into the breeze, and the crow could hear him whistling as he walked into the trees. Flying to the branch where this eventful day had started, 
The crow considered all the great creator had imparted. He heard the forest ringing as the birds explored their voices and reflected on his circumstance and thought about his choices. To continue in resentment and persist in bitter scorning or to grasp the gift of mercy newly offered every morning. In the end, he knew the answer, knew quite well which path to take. As he did, he made a list of the apologies he'd make. And so we find an ending to this nice, fine, feathered tale, reminding us God's grace and great forgiveness never fail. So if you find resentments brought you to a place absurd, remember strife and jealousy, my friends, they're for the birds. God gives us free will to make our own decisions. While this is a wonderful blessing, it's also an awesome responsibility. God did not create us to be his robots. Without free will, there cannot be genuine love because ultimately, love is a choice. When you think about it, most things in life boil down to outcomes based on the choices we make. Even in circumstances that occur beyond our control, illness, accident, etc., we still have the opportunity to choose how we will respond to them. Whatever we choose to give to God, He will always use for our good and His glory. Let's learn to offer Him our choices and take advantage of the wisdom, guidance, and mercy available to all who will ask. And in those times when we may choose incorrectly, let's remember that His mercies are new every day. Anything else is, you guessed it, for the birds. <laughs>